0: The Yankees had terrible starting pitcher depth in 2023. So should they go out and get the best arm on the market? You are Locked On Yankees, your daily New York Yankees podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome to Locked On Yankees, which is part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Thank you for making us your first listen every day. I'm Stacey Gotzulius. Today's episode is brought to you by FanDuel. Make every moment more. Right now, new customers get $150 in bonus bets with any winning $5 money line bet. That's $150 bucks if your team wins. Visit FanDuel.com/slash to get started. With me as always is my producer, Steve Granado. Steve, what's going on?
1: Hey, what's up, Stacy? What's up, everybody? Thanks so much for clicking on the show here today. As you guys already know, we're still five days a week here in the off season, Monday through Friday, every midnight, new episode dropping. Uh, And today, just like we did with Cody Bellinger, if you missed that, go check it out. But we did a making the case on Cody Bellinger. And today we're doing a making the case for Blake. Snell. Should the Yankees go after him? We're going to give you the pros. We'll give you the cons. We'll give you some other things to consider. And then, of course, come to a final verdict. Stacey will give theirs. I will give mine. Stace, we wanted to start today just like we started with Cody Bellinger. This is, again, going to be something we do throughout the off season, taking a look at some big free agents. Snell is clearly the biggest free agent pitcher on the domestic market. <laughs> yes. <laughs> market market overall too. Just overall, he's he's the prized possession here this offseason. There, there always seems to be one, right? There always seems to be at least one. And this year it's Blake Snell and for good reason. He as of this recording has not, but uh in a day is going to win the Cy Young in the National League. It, <laughs> it is pretty much set in stone. Uh It is going to be his second Cy Young Award. He won it in 2018. He was an All-Star in 2018, which is, weirdly enough, the only year he has been an All-Star. And he's coming off of his best season since that 2018 year. He's a four-pitch mix, starting pitcher, a four-seamer, a curveball, a changeup, and a slider. And, Stacey, we referenced this during the Cody Bellinger episode. But MLB Trade Rumors does a top 50 free agents every year where they uh, predict – the contract size they will sign. And they, as we noticed last time, are usually pretty darn close. So you can take this as a pretty good window of what he will likely get this offseason. They have Blake Snell at seven years, $200 million. Stacy, before we get into everything, you got to start with that. We don't care about the money. We care about the years, seven years for a 30-year-old Blake Snell. Where are you feeling on that?
0: Who, um, I, well, the thing that makes me comfortable with Blake Snell is that he has so many pitches and that I feel like when a guy gets older and he can throw more of his off-speed stuff and he won't kill his arm, I feel like he's one of those guys who will be able to adapt to maybe losing some velocity because he's pretty crafty. So I feel like that's okay because- Yeah, I feel like when a guy has a smaller repertoire, it's a little frightening, but he has so many pitches that work really well that I think seven years could actually work for someone who's turning 31 soon.
1: Yeah, he'll be turning 31 in December. So this will be his age 31 season in 2024, Um, like we have done in the past. And again, we'll continue to do here on making the case. Give you our pros we give you our cons and then we come to a final verdict at the end stacy we always start with the pros because we're glass half full here on lockdown yankees so let's start with the pros uh clearly blake snell had an incredible 2023 season why was it incredible let's break it down uh he's obviously was formerly with the tampa bay rays was with the san diego padres and is now a free agent what made him so successful was his attack plan they played to Blake Snell's strengths at the to the highest degree to the nth degree. This is quite literally the game plan for Blake Snell. Throw your stuff. It's nasty. You're going to walk people. That's fine. We're going to get into the walk stuff later. But the reason why they have this attack plan is because that stuff is so nasty. He is one of the best pitchers in baseball when it comes to swing and miss he generates swinging strikes on non-fastballs better than just about anybody. We mentioned the repertoire, four-seamer, curveball, changeup, slider. That curveball, Stacy, quite literally, was the best in baseball in 2023. He was the best pitcher in baseball on that curveball generating swinging strikes. He was 96th percentile on the changeup, and he was 92nd percentile on the slider. And on that curveball, too, he was 92nd percentile on swing and miss outside of the zone. So that's chases. So not only is he getting guys to swing and miss at his off speed stuff, he's getting guys to swing and miss at stuff outside of the zone, which is perfect. (laughs) You're always going to take swinging strikes. Um, And we talked about the walk scene. We're going to get to later. But. One thing that is so good about Blake Snell and has been part of his game for years is his ability to get out of jams. He has been one of the better pitchers in baseball as a starting pitcher at getting out of jams at leaving runners on and leaving runners in scoring position, which is massive. And when you pair that with one of the best bullpens in baseball, that is a beautiful, I mean, beautiful (laughs) relationship to have. So, It was great in 2018 during that Cy Young year. It was incredible in 2023, but it is a trend throughout his career that he is a pitcher that will get into trouble, but absolutely will also get out of it.
0: I like that about him. Not when you're playing against him, but (laughs) when you look at it that way, um, yeah, you want to see someone be able to get out of jams and have the manager trust them so much that they're like, It's fine if you have first and second with one out. You're going to get out of this. It's okay. And he usually does. (laughs) Um, His fastball, curveball, and changeup tend to induce ground balls. And then his slider tends to induce fly balls. So, cool. Three out of the four pitches, ground balls. And the Yankees have pretty good defense, so he doesn't have to worry about that. Um, (laughs) As you said, his breaking stuff is swing and miss heavy, which is also really great. Um, You know, we were watching clips go to pitcher list people and watch his pitches because if you don't watch him often and you look at how his pitches look they're they're really unbelievable and I feel like some of us forgot about Blake Snell because when someone goes out to the west coast no offense Steve but when someone goes out to the west coast especially the NL west and we're the AL east we don't pay attention as much but we know him from when he was with the Tampa Bay Rays so that's another plus. He has AL East experience, which Yankee fans always love to hear that because the AL East is insane and competitive. And he seems like the kind of guy who would thrive at Yankee Stadium. And I think it would be a really good um, marriage, as you said, with the bullpen in him. (laughs) And he's been mostly healthy, which (laughs) for the Yankees, considering what their rotation looked like in 2023, that's always a good thing. So yeah, I'm... The pros are really pro for Blake Snell.
1: Yes, extremely pro. Uh, You mentioned, Stace, uh, the ground ball stuff, which is massive, right? Yankees obviously have to lean into ground ball pitchers. And when you also mentioned that they have a great defense, of course, they got a great defense and they got guys that are begging to play defense,
0: uh,
1: (laughs) especially uh, coming up the middle and at third base, right? Like, you know that you're going to have a solid defense behind a guy like Blake Snell, which is part of the reason why he was so. Good at stranding runners last season because look at how good San Diego's defense is, too, right? They had incredible defense. So, um, and when you mentioned that his slider will also it can kind of lean in the fly ball camp, you also got to realize the usage of that slider, it is his least used pitch. Yep. So, just because that one pitch lends to fly balls a little bit more doesn't mean that oh, now he's a fly ball pitcher. Right. his other stuff is what he uses more, and that's what's going to generate more ground balls, and of course. The Yankees would know that they would know what to use. They could always change the shape of the slider to induce more ground balls than fly balls. Like there are things you can do to quote unquote, right that wrong, which really isn't a wrong. Right. Um, it's just a, a, a tendency, I guess, is probably more the the way you would lean on that. So like you said, Stace, the pros are pro. I mean, it, 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 there's a reason why this guy is walking away with a Cy Young this year. And there's a reason why he's he's slated to get seven years in a contract here and be either an ace or a two on a club. And that's probably where he would slot in uh as the two in New York, you know, him and, and Rodon, like kind of battling it out. And right now, Snell's 23 beats Rodon's 23. Just gonna by throw a lot. that out there. Yes. <laughs> by, yeah, by not an insignificant amount. Uh those are the pros. But of course, no player is perfect. No pitcher is perfect. There are cons and we kind of touched on it and we're going to touch on the walks and why that's so significant in just a second. Of course, if you're here for the first time, you can reply to that pin comment here on the YouTube side and drop a question for us for fan mail Friday. Make sure to do that here on the YouTube side. If you want fan mail Friday priority and the ability to text Stacy and text me one on one, you can do so by joining the locked on Yankees insiders club. Check out the episode description for a 14 day free trial. You get other perks as well as the fan mail Friday priority. All right. Again, nobody's perfect. What's wrong with Blake Snell? That's next.
0: Score early this NFL season with FanDuel, America's number one sports book. Right now, new customers get $150 in bonus bets with any winning $5 money line bet. That's 150 bucks if your team wins. If you've been thinking about joining FanDuel, there's no better time to get in on the action. The app is super easy to use, and there's a wide range of betting options like spreads and player props over and under and more. This weekend... This weekend, the Giants will be playing the Washington Commanders at home, if you call what they do lately playing, and the Jets will be up in Buffalo to take on the Bills. So both teams, in-division, rivals, could be fun, could be terrible. (laughs) So visit fanduel.com slash locked on and kick off the NFL season. FanDuel, official partner of the NFL.
1: back now on locked on yankees hey everydayers out there if you're watching this when this comes out or listening to this when it comes out don't forget garrett cole's about to win the Cy young here on wednesday night so thursday's show is going to be all garrett cole everything we want to hear from you comment here on the youtube side we'll be talking about garrett cole on thursday's show so make sure to hit subscribe so you don't miss that uh stace like i said before nobody's perfect unless your name is steve Granado. and <laughs> Unfortunately, for Blake Snell, his name is not Steve Granado, So he is not perfect. <laughs> and I think uh, i I think the obvious thing here, especially considering the seven year two hundred projected, the problem that sticks out to me here, and even though it's part of the plan right now is the walk rate. Mm. And the reason why this sticks out the most for me, is because the Yankees walked two many hitters in 2023. So to walk uh, to, to add a guy that walked almost a hundred batters last season is not exactly the number you're looking for. Like that is uh, it. it's bizarre. Mm. I'll tell you how bizarre in a second, but it is bizarre how many batters he walked last season. And for that to be legitimately part of the game plan.
0: Yeah, you don't see that often.
1: <laughs> I don't know if you... I've ever seen that, Stace. I yeah. don't think I've ever seen someone flat out come out and say, yeah, I'm going to walk guys, and that's fine.
0: Because you have to have confidence in your ability to get guys out, which I love from him. Because, you know, if you see other guys walk too many guys, it's like, oh, God, what's going to happen here? Because you don't see You know, some guys will get out of jams, but you also see guys that can't get out of jams after they walk people, because a lot of times a walk will start some sort of rally for the other team. And,
1: yeah, I can understand why that would be not a great thing to see. So here's the weirdest part of it, Stace. This past season, Blake Snell led Major League Baseball in ERA. 2.25. Wow. Great. He also led Major League Baseball in walks. (laughs) He is, and this is staggering, Stace, Mm -hmm. the first pitcher in American League and National League history to do that. Since 1913, when essentially they invented the earn run. Right. (laughs) (laughs) So 110 years of baseball, no one did that. That is, that's where you can go and say okay that worked in 2023 Mm -hmm. is that gonna work in 2027 Mm. in 2028 is that still (laughs) going to work can you still get out of jams like that right that is not hyperbole i think that's a legitimate question to have to ask when you're considering him
0: yeah i could see that also I was looking at the notes and saw 1913 and almost said 100 years and forgot it was 2023. So, yeah, that's where yeah. my brain is. But that's a really, that is really unbelievable. I didn't even realize that about him. I knew about the 225 ERA, but I didn't realize his walks were so high. And just for him to, <laughs> like, that's just, yeah, that just shows you how good a pitcher he is and how good he is at getting out of jams because other guys walked 99 Players and their ERA is going to be up in like the fives and the sixes because they're going to be letting people score, and he obviously does not.
1: Yeah, and like I said earlier, right when you when you pair a guy like Snell into the Yankees, and you mix in the strength of the bullpen, and you know just as for every dayers out there, next week we're going to be talking about Josh Hader, and if you're thinking adding those two guys. specifically to the Yankees, obviously there are teammates in San Diego, but specifically to the Yankees and you pair it with guys like Clay Holmes and adding back Jonathan Moisega and, you know, having other pieces in your pen already, that's a great game Mm -hmm. right there. And that's a lot of strength. And, you know, we might talk about this later, but the Yankees are also open to signing Wandy Peralta back, who was obviously one of the better pitchers uh, this season uh, out of the bullpen and one of the Yankees best weapons out of the bullpen. So when you're throwing all this into the mix, you're looking at like historically elite, like not just elite here. I think that's where, you know, this differs from when we're talking about Yoshinobi Yamamoto and you're talking about, you know, anybody that's below this threshold is the possibility of this being the scariest rotation by far. If you just hit even slightly on Rodon and get whatever out of Nestor, this rotation, if healthy, is the period, end of sentence, scariest potential rotation in baseball. It's not even remotely close. Mm -hmm. So obviously adding him on the good side of things makes a whole bunch of sense. But how long can you go in baseball? Leading the league in walks without right. that coming back to bite you, Stace. Like, I don't I don't know if I'm overblowing that, but I'm always thinking down the line, how bad does that contract look towards the end of it after you're halfway done with it? Like, if this becomes a problem, this is not a problem that just gets fixed because it is part of who he is. That's mm-hmm. the difference. So like, oh well, we'll work on that, we'll work on you getting around the zone. Maybe we can do a little tweak to your your rotate no 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 that's part of him and you got to know that heading in
0: yeah although it would be fun if he finished his career where you know he's still walking a lot of people but his era is era is still low and he finishes like you know some sort of record that no one else is going to get because he finishes with such a low era and a high walk rate (laughs) yeah
1: i just they're they're uh, i know you didn't play ball right but there's an old to. adage. <laughs> there you go. Uh, there's an old adage in baseball is that walks come back to haunt. Mm. And at some point, dude, I, I look, I like Blake Snell, but at some point, those walks have to come back to haunt. I just don't think you can keep that up for seven years. That is not an easy thing to do. Yeah. Um, On the injury side of things, Stace, you had mentioned that he uh, obviously has been pretty healthy throughout his career, which is great Um, things to consider here. He has never had Tommy John surgery, just throwing that out there, but he has had some work done on his elbow back in 2019. Um, he needed arthroscopic surgery. He had some loose bodies in his elbow, so they had to remove that. He missed a couple of months in 2019. That was kind of a weird season for him. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so that that is just one slight downside that he has had to have some work done on that elbow. Uh, by all accounts, it's cleared up and no issues. Um, he's not necessarily going super super deep consistently um into games we all know the famous or slash infamous you pull them too early Kevin Cash situation uh (laughs) but he's not a guy that's pushing eight innings that is just not how Blake Snell rolls if you're looking for a workhorse workhorse Garrett Cole type I don't think Blake Snell fits that mold either
0: right and that isn't really that much of a problem because if he's pitching six really good innings I don't think people are going to complain about it you know um And I think maybe that's why he's been so healthy, because they're not stretching him out too much. (laughs) (laughs) And maybe that'll help him down the line, you know, because there are some guys like um, I I don't know how Justin Verlander is still pitching. I mean, that dude had so many innings on his arm even before he went to Houston and his career looked like it was like on the downswing. And then he does what he does. And yes, he's had Tommy John recently, but. He's like into his 40s now, right? He's getting into his 40s now and he's still pitching. So if Blake Snell can stay healthy and um, I don't mind the seven years. I don't. It doesn't scare me, really. I don't know why, but it doesn't.
1: We'll see if that comes into play when we get to our final decisions. We also have a couple other things to consider where he would slot into the rotation, what the Yankees have currently and what is down the pipeline as well as some other stuff we can talk about. That's coming up next. Back now on locked on Yankee Stacy before we come to our final verdicts we wanted to give some other things to consider. Wanted to talk about this rotation currently right without Blake Snell potentially in it you're looking at Cole Rodone, Nestor Schmidt King as your one through five and uh, obviously we've talked about this with Yamamoto in the past but adding a left hander into this rotation would give you three legitimate starter lefties quote-unquote legitimate I mean like every day lefties every five days lefties so having three fifths your rotation potentially being a left-handed pitcher that's uh, pretty uh, I like that I like the sound of that I do too <laughs> because not only do the Yankees need a left-handed batter but
0: I feel like they need more lefty arms bullpen and starting rotation because um it was like lefties, crafty lefties, you know, Andy Pettit's a crafty lefty. I miss having guys like that in the rotation and Snell would be that dude. <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh,
1: especially considering that at this very moment, as of this recording, the Yankees don't have a lefty up in the majors right now to the bullpen, right? We know that because uh, yeah. Wandy was the only lefty this season. Yes, Matt Crook is on the 40 man, but there's no guarantee that he's on the roster next season. So, yes, they you always want a lefty. You always want a lefty. Uh, that's why the joke is, teacher son's how to throw left-handed. <laughs> uh, behind the rotation, of course, your depth behind the guys that are currently there now with no signings, which it feels like they'll make some sort of signing this off-season. Um, Johnny burrito, Randy Vasquez, Will Warren, Clayton Beater, Drew Thorpe, maybe even a little bit further behind that. They have some guys. They have some youth there uh, at the higher ends of Triple A. So that's nice. Uh, You don't want to have to rely on them, but in need, uh, an injury need, you have guys there that two of those that I just mentioned have, you know, not an insignificant amount of Major League time at this point.
0: Yeah. I mean, it was big for both Brito and Vasquez to have that experience. And, you know, they showed in some ways that they can contribute and help the team out when they need them.
1: Yes. Um, Other thing I wanted to throw out there, Stace, anytime we're talking pitching, You've got to bring up Cole's opt-out. Doesn't seem super likely, but it's always a possibility. He can opt out after the 2024 season. The Yankees can nullify that (laughs) opt-out if they add a 10th year to the contract, which would be so strange, but it is possible. So just always consider that. Blake Snell could easily be your ace right now if Cole opts out after 2024. That adds a layer of brevity, adds a layer of security, as well
0: i feel like cole wouldn't if they get snell because i feel like even if the yankees don't do as well in 2024 but they're closer than they were in 2023 the cole will be like okay we're almost there (laughs) maybe i should stay here
1: (laughs) yeah that's fair no i think that's totally fair it it shows that the front office is like we got you we're behind Mm you we believe in you yeah um this obviously also stays if that ends up being the case and cole sticks around would be the third massive contract in the rotation. Like yeah. that is not insignificant. We we say it all the time here, we don't care about money, it's not our money, it doesn't matter, but uh you know there is a limit, I guess, at some point um you can't send 30 trillion dollars, which you're not close to, but you know there is a limit at some point um and it does affect how front office operates at some yeah. point. Um even when considering the Yankees, that's just the reality of it. It shouldn't, but it does. Um, so having a, th- having three big contracts in one rotation, it's, it's something to note at least.
0: Yeah. The, he's be the 2023 Mets with all those huge contracts and the rotation. Yeah. And hopefully they wouldn't have to trade everyone at the trade deadline. That's
1: true. Um, and then one last thing I wanted to bring up Stacy, if you do end up signing him, just the thought that I had, that does kind of allow you to potentially swing one of your high end triple a arms to get something else. You could trade Warren. You could trade burrito plus Beater or something along those lines. That opens up a little bit more possibility. I don't think they should do that. Just throwing that out there, right. but uh, it does open up at least a little bit of a window of a possibility to move some pieces to fill needs elsewhere.
0: Yeah, I can't wait to see what's going to happen. <laughs> if anything, well,
1: that's where we've come, Stace. It's time. It's decision time. We have laid out the pros. We have laid out the cons. We have laid out everything that you need to consider. So Stacy, if you're the Yankees front office, are you trying to sign Blake Snell right now? Yes.
0: <laughs> I want them to get Blake Snell. I want him to get in on the lefty text message group with CeCe and Pettit and Jordan Montgomery, who's still in there. <laughs> and I want him to talk to the two guys who were like their biggest lefties in the last, you know, 25, almost 30 years. Um, I don't mind the seven years. I don't mind that they have to give him money. I like how crafty he is. Like I said, I feel like his stuff, um, can become like a Pettit when he gets older. I mean, Pettit pitched until he was what, 41 and he did pretty well that last season. So yeah, that's what I'm picturing my, in my mind. I'm picturing like a second coming of Andy Pettit in a way, so Yes.
1: I'm a yes. (laughs) Let me ask you two on top of that, since this is a front of mine. if it came down to Snell or Yamamoto, which way would you lean? Ooh. Ooh. Because both lefties, obviously, Yamamoto is much younger. Younger. Mm -hmm. uh, But also unproven because he hasn't pitched in the majors.
0: Yeah. uh, I think I would lean towards Snell just because of the experience and the AL East experience, the MLB experience. I think I would lean. It wouldn't be a big lean. You know, it feels like it'd be like Snell. It wouldn't be this way. You know, if you're not watching on YouTube, I'm moving my hands all the way over to the side, like a like a scale, like a dial or a scale. But yeah, it would be like a like a 60-40 kind of a thing, not like a 90-10 kind of a thing. Yeah.
1: My thoughts here, my decision. I think I need to preface it. Blake Snell would very clearly make the Yankees better. I don't think anybody's arguing that. I I think if you're arguing against that, then you don't know ball. You just don't know what you're talking about. Very clearly. Blake Snell is going to make you better, right? This is not a Carlos Rodon situation. This isn't like, uh, you know, the the bad years, quote unquote, of Blake Snell aren't that bad. Like, Mm -hmm. yes, he's only had one all-star nod, which feels weird. And he's going to walk away with his second Cy Young here in a few, few hours uh, as of this episode's release, but he would very clearly make you a better team. I don't know if I lean more in the quantity over quality camp here, just because of given how rough it was in 2023, because yes, Blake Snell has been healthy, but if he gets hurt, you're kind of back to square one here. Yeah. And that doesn't help out. Like if I'm going, uh, this or that, like sign two major league average starting pitchers for two years versus Blake Snell, like, Maybe I kind of lean in that camp in a weird way, just because of the depth issues they had last year. And there's no guarantee that the guys that we listed in the back end, AAA, that are going to perform at least a consistent level at the major league side. You don't mm-hmm. know that. Like you can't count on Brito, you can't count on Vasquez, you can't count on Warren, can't count on Beater, you can't count on Thorpe. You don't know. You're not going to count on Mitch Spence. Like you just can't do that if you're looking to win next year. If you're not looking to win at all in 2024. Blake Snell, probably smart if you're looking two years, three years down the line. Probably smart given the longevity and given that he's still going to be in his early 30s in the Garrett Cole range at that point. Right. (laughs) I don't know. I don't, again, I think it's obvious. Very clearly he's going to make you better. But if it's going to hamstring the organization to where you're just going to do this and that's the shiny toy, then don't do it. Mm. right you can't just do snell and then don't get the lefty bat don't help out the outfield don't do any of that stuff don't make trades don't do it if it's just gonna be all right 23 off seasons like 24 off season where we just sign rodone and say screw it don't Mm. do that with snell that's not smart oh no i don't just want snell (laughs) can't be the only thing so yeah that's where i'm at uh lean. if you're doing the scale thing again clearly he's gonna make you better uh The the biggest part for me still is I'm a little hung up on the walks thing down the line. But if you're Mm. trying to win within the next four years, which I feel like the Yankees obviously are always trying to do, then do it. Uh, Let us know how you're feeling about this. Do you care about the walks as much as I do in the comments section? Uh, It's something very interesting that I'm just going to be watching out for for the rest of his career, wherever he's pitching. I'm just very curious how that all shakes out moving forward. But let us know how you're feeling in the episode or below the episode description below the like button and the comment section. Uh, Stacey, what's coming up this week on Locked on Yankees?
0: We're going to have a celebration for Garrett Cole winning the Cy Young on Thursday, and it's going to be fun. <laughs> it's going to be fun. Can't yes. wait.
1: Uh, let us know how you're feeling as well in the comment section about Garrett Cole when he does win on Wednesday night. Thursday's show is all about that. And that's going to do it for today's Locked on Yankees. I'm Steve Granado.
0: And I'm Stacey Gotsoulias. We'll see you tomorrow.